I came across a very fascinating verse in Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. It says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, the more important matters of the law being justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter, which is justice, mercy and faithfulness, without neglecting the former, which is the actual law. In this case, tithing. And we all know what justice is. Justice is the fair treatment of people. The best way to understand justice is, you know, uh, there is a case that comes before a judge and the judge has to be impartial. He cannot overlook the wrong and the judge has to give a due punishment for that wrong action. Basically, it's the administration of the law. It is the quality of being just, impartial or fair. Justice is the principle of dealing with a wrong and making amends for the wronged one. Mercy, we all know. Mercy is showing kindness to someone who is in need or is in pain or is suffering. And God is saying that the more important matters of the law are justice, mercy and faithfulness. Have you ever wondered how justice and mercy can meet together? Justice is, you know, never turning a blind eye to wrong and dealing with that wrong and giving the due punishment for that wrong. And being merciful is, you know, showing kindness to the one who has committed the wrong. So have you ever wondered how justice and mercy meet? You know, I found the perfect example of how justice and mercy meets in Hosea chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. It says, come, let us return to God. He has torn us, but he will heal us. You know, he has torn us shows his justice. Uh, when the Israelites and when the people of God sin, being the just God that he is, he has to deal with that sin. He cannot ignore it or he cannot say, okay, you know what, I'm going to just shut my eyes to it because uh, I love you. That is against his character. He is a just God and he is the most perfect judge. But the very next line, it says, even though he has torn us, even though he has meted justice out upon his people, who have sinned against him he will heal us that is mercy and love in action it says he has injured us but he will bind up our wounds so it says in Hosea chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 come let us return to God he has torn us which is justice in action he hasn't done this out of any evil pleasure he has done this to us. He has torn us or he has afflicted us or he has punished us because sin has to be dealt with because he is a holy God and he cannot ignore wrong. That is justice in action. But it also says he will heal us. That is mercy and love in action. 
and this is how justice and mercy meet and this is what God is also commanding us as his servants in fact it is seen in many verses in the old and the new testament it says maintain justice and show mercy it's really difficult to comprehend how these two can meet but it is seen in the way God treats his people and it also goes on to say he has injured us but he will bind up our wounds he has injured us because he is a just god and sin cannot be ignored and sin has to be dealt with he has injured us so that he can teach us how to live holy lives so that we may live in his presence always you know he has injured us to save us from a greater tragedy but he will also bind up our wounds you know even though he has brought about our suffering he will also come and heal us and bind up our wounds perfect way where justice and mercy meet that is the most beautiful heart of god you know most of us when we see this god who punishes and who has torn us and who has injured us we think he's so cruel but you must understand he even though is love he also is a just god you know i love this illustration which in a small way a very tiny way can understand and describe the heart of god you know uh, consider a judge he is known to be a very very honest man then this judge one day comes to know that his son has committed a crime where you know he was drunk and in that drunken state he drove the car and he hit a few innocent people on the road which ended up taking a life now there are two scenarios that can unfold before us one is this man because he loves his son so much will want to protect that son and save his son from punishment so what he does he tries putting the blame on somebody else to save his son and many of us think that that is love so this father thinks you know i don't care if somebody else is punished for that sin as long as my son is safe that's all that matters then there is a second scenario being the loyal judge that he is he knows that his child has committed a grave sin and broken the law so what he does is even though his heart is breaking in pieces he takes the son to a police station gets him to admit the crime and also sees his child going to jail but being the loving father that he is every single day he waits outside the jail for the day that his son will be released again and that he can take him back into his arms you know that is the heart of god he cannot help but deal with the sin so as to teach us a lesson to be better people but every second of it his heart is grieving seeing his children in pain he is waiting for the day when this child will come out after he has learned his lesson and he's going to take that child in his arms and love him and show compassion on him and 
take him back into his life and his home. That is the definition of God. And that is the perfect definition of God where justice and love meet. And that is exactly what God is asking his people to do as well. You know, today many of us, we obey the law, you know, kind of literally. For example, if there is a law of tithing, we obey. If there is a law against adultery, we obey. If there is a law against coveting, we obey. But, you know, in our hearts, we have neglected the more important matters of the law, which is pursuing justice, having mercy and being a faithful person in the sight of God. So let us focus on that. So the world today may think that justice and mercy can never meet. And when a person is just, it feels cruel. And that, that is against this picture that people portray of God as God is love. I like this verse from Hebrews chapter 12 where it says, The Lord disciplines those he loves. Disciplining also is a form of justice, you know, where when a child does wrong, the father disciplines the child. It's because the father loves the child and wants to see him perfect. But in the eyes of the world today, if you discipline somebody, it shows that you do not love him, that you're being cruel and all that. So off late, I've really come to understand, you know, what the world calls certain things. It's the exact opposite of what God calls it. So it's important that we follow and practice what God calls things, that we practice and follow things the way God calls it not the way the world calls it. So justice and mercy can meet and that is what God expects out of his people so that we may live in his presence forever. He has injured us with a very grieving heart so as to save us from greater tragedy. You know, I gave this illustration above about this father who takes his son to prison. Why did he do that? Because if he leaves his child, because if he ignores this action of the child, the child will not become accountable and he will go on to keep doing it more and more, which could either end up costing his own life and many more innocent lives. So prison, even though it was painful, would have been the best solution for this child. To the world outside, what the father did may seem very cruel, but the father knows that he has done this for only one thing, that is to better the life of the child, to save him from greater tragedies if he were to continue in that reckless path. So let us pursue justice. Let us maintain justice. At the same time, also show mercy. Thank you.